Hello and welcome to the Tree of Light podcast. I am your host, Sarah Myers. The passages that I share with you in these podcasts are messages for humanity from members of the spiritual hierarchy. They have achieved mastery over the human condition and reside on a subtler dimension from where they guide humanity's evolution. Their words assure us that what is occurring in the world right now is aligned with the divine plan for this turning point in evolution. As the influence of matter wanes and the influence of spirit grows. These messages can be found on the website atreeoflight.org. In today's podcast, our spiritual elders speak about the role of Christ. The role of Christ in the externalization process has heretofore been downplayed in the generalized teachings on the topic, for humanity was not yet ready to grasp the enormity of the task of the world teacher at this time. Imagine, if you can, a great brush fire ignited from a few remaining embers of a small campfire. Envision the flames spreading as far as the eye can see, around bends and valleys, around hills sweeping upward from valley floors and reaching up to the sky. This will be the effect of the reappearance of the Christ. The timber has so long been parched that when the light appears it will literally catch fire, turning a field of dead and dying trees into a blazing downpour of the golden light that is love. Who or what will strike the match that will cause the fire to roar with such steam that it will jump the valleys and roll down the mountains? In the present period of earth life, you are surrounded by images of brush fires burning up and down hillsides year after year. The tinder is dry and the fires rage, giving the appearance of massive destruction. But there is another way to perceive the fires, causing growing stockpiles of dead wood to burst into flame. They are flames of life, turning dense matter into a reservoir of light that can ignite the spirit of mankind. The real purpose of the reappearance of the planetary avatar of love, who only left the world on the outermost plane of visible life, is to reawaken the souls of those who were dead to the spirit of life. Ignorant of their essence as emanations of deity, they lived in ways more akin to ferocious jungle animals. The return of the Christ will mark the last opportunity of this cycle to resurrect those souls from the graveyards of matter in which they were so deeply immersed that they never registered the light or love of the soul and to allow them to proceed with the wave of evolution sweeping the entire galaxy. Christ will remain the avatar of love on this planet while also taking on the role of avatar of will in the coming era. He will bind the peoples of earth to himself through the magnetic radiance of his love while leading them toward union with the creator and source of life by rekindling the light of the soul, whose aspiration is to fulfill divine purpose. 
His presence will act as a huge magnet, attracting mounds of metal filings, masses of the dead in spirit drawn into his aura by the effulgent light of its radiance. It is said that Christ will come at the end of the age to resurrect justice and righteousness in the consciousness of humankind by justifying ledgers and balance sheets of the old cycle. But what of his role in the coming age? As world teacher, he will inaugurate a process that will occur in the mind of each individual soul, aware of ledgers to be balanced and lessons to be learned thus initiating the education of humanity from a new plateau. Instead of wandering in the dark, oblivious to the laws of cause and effect, or the purpose of being alive, souls who consciously cross the threshold into the new era will hear the music of the spheres, playing all along but unheard, and will rejoice in the shift into a realm wherein divine music calls the soul onward. The shift into a subtler sphere will allow the music of the inner worlds to impress the minds of those who dwell there with certain notes and frequencies that will harmonically adjust the listener's hearing to what is being spoken or sounded. Christ has been called the Word of God for 2,000 years, but few have understood the significance of this name or correctly heard the emphasis. He was the word spoken by God, the creator and source of life, who willed that the life of Christ be sacrificed for mankind to learn the way back to the source. God the Father created an exemplar of a son of God, a divinized human being, to illuminate the path of return to the Father for all who seek the way of union with divine love and purpose. Two thousand years later, not a few souls have begun to tread this path, and many old souls are returning to the world, having already made great strides on this path, which we have more recently unfurled as the path of ascent. And here's why. The Christ story of old is to be replaced by a new one. We stand at the precipice of an age whose foundations rest upon the shoulders of those who have preceded humanity as a whole on the upward spiral of consciousness and life. The present dance of life on earth composed by the great choreographer is to be replaced by new sounds arranged by the great musician for aiding the human soul to soar upward to the heavens. The image of a flame of life consuming dead brush and transforming it into a stream of golden light flooding the plains and valleys below is more than mere metaphor. The scorching process is seeding the ground with new sparks of life that will reappear on a higher plane of reality in the times ahead. Fire by friction, the lowest form of fire appearing on the physical plane of dense matter, is being transmuted into the fire of the soul, the solar fire streaming from the heart of the sun as the whole earth rises into a higher dimension of livingness. To grasp the concept, simply observe the way heated water turns into vapor, its molecules rising and dispersing into new streams of force. This also occurs on the level of consciousness, both during incarnation and after so-called death. 
When the soul ascends from the physical form at death, it does so as consciousness sheathed in subtler bodies. Most souls dwell between lifetimes on the astral plane, some on the mental plane, a few on the plane of higher intuition or pure knowing, where the soul contacts members of the fifth kingdom, senior disciples, arhats, masters, and the Christ, who serves as the head of the spiritual hierarchy. His role as world teacher in the age now upon us will arise from that position. The present role of the Christ is to chart the course for the externalizing members of the hierarchy to return to outer contact with humanity, although he will be the last within his ashram to appear on the etheric plane of the new world. There are two reasons for this. First, his purpose is to oversee the process of outer manifestation. Second, his power to resurrect the dead, to rekindle the souls of those who were severed from the divine life stream, is most concentrated on the inner planes. From there, he exerts a radiatory power that can turn the flames of fire by friction into the dimly glowing light of the soul. Thus, he remains where he is until the externalization process is well underway, so that even those souls of the dimmest light may be swept up into the new wave of evolution before the curtain falls on this age. Please tune in next week to hear more from our spiritual elders. If you would like to explore these topics further, please visit atreeoflight.org. Until next time, may the love and light of your soul shine bright.